Explosions. Explosions. <laughs> Maybe you didn't hear me. Explosions. Well, um, guys, we're back. Last time we took a week off, we like lost 10% of our listeners somehow. Oh, I don't no, know. Really? I, I like like they needed nursing or something like if you sensitive. can't if I can't count on you every week then fuck you <laughs> I'm out of here um the but we uh we lost a week because Bianca was doing her travel blog and uh that she no. is yet to post That's, I did post and did you not see the boat I didn't photo see it. and uh, I I blocked tap. you on Instagram I'm kidding um, um no you left a day early just saying I left yeah I left because I had to go do a commercial and then I did The Daily Show, um, which was fun. And I got to do a great joke on The Daily Show, which was, uh, I said that the Republican, I said that the um, the impeachment trial is about sex, and Trevor goes, sex? And I go, yeah, sex. You know, the thing women want to have with you, but will settle for with me. <laughs> and he was like, no, no, no. In rehearsal, he's like, no, no, no. I'm like, yes. Wait, what do we like, know? Like, you can't use no, that? No, you can't do that joke. And I'm like, Why? he goes, Neil, you're very charming and wealthy. And I'm like, you didn't say good looking, buddy, <laughs> <laughs> which I wish we'd done on the show. Like, right. you didn't say good looking. Not again. He's better looking than me. He's three levels better looking than me. But um, that's fine. We all, he's we very deal. sexy. He's great. People love him. Uh, 70% women in the crowd. Um, it's they're so there many women for him. They There's are there so, for. Him. I know when and we they are international and they are wearing hijabs. There's always a row of women in hijabs. Yeah, and they're always like in the front. Yep, it's hilarious. Uh, uh, my yeah. friend took me when we went. She's like, "We're gonna go see Jennifer Noah," and then I asked you to uh, get us better tickets. Yeah. Um. The, and it was mostly women. Yeah. He's a heartthrob. He's cute. Somebody said he looks like a Disney prince, which yeah. is like, yep, that's exactly right. Um, look, Bianca, so now we're back and uh, we killed Kobe you, in our absence. You killed I killed Kobe. Kobe. <laughs> I killed Kobe Bryant. Correction. Um, Kobe Bryant was the, the death of Kobe Bryant as a media phenomenon, I will say. I liked the programming what for the most that part. Mean? I the inside the NBA where Shaq was bawling, Jerry West could barely talk. Right. Barkley was like talking about how he cried. Rick Fox came on. Everyone thought he was dead for like right. two hours. Derek Fisher came on. It was like awesome. It was great TV. Um uh, it's a shame we had to kill Kobe to get it. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, it's like, it was great TV. It was like, in terms of those things. Us. Yeah. Contextually. All right. It was the biggest news shock since 9-11, which you go, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Michael Jackson was a drug addict. We all know it. Prince had had a risk, had had the. Uh, emergency landing like two months earlier where he was like had a heart attack most of the people that die there is some warning mm. um, whitney i'm still not over it whitney i'm so sad still about whitney houston yeah uh yeah but and she no was a known drug addict because like she was a drug addict 
Yeah. She was like a known drug addict. She'd crack his whack and fucking right, right. all that. Yeah. Uh, hell to the no. Like she was just yeah. a known drug addict. So you're so everyone was kind of waiting right. for for all those people. Uh, with Kobe Bryant, it seemed it just seemed like a mistake. Like, oh, there's a, been a mistake of some kind. Like it was so shocking. It was a shock. I mean, you there's no footage. I don't. I watched a, a footage of the chopper. I think it was right. fake. Um, but it was really completely out of the blue and yeah and it was it was it was uh there was no analog I and mean, lady princess diana i guess would maybe but even yeah. then they were chasing her around and she had an eating disorder there were things that were like it's leading up to the yeah like there was a, in terms of a story yeah it kind of seemed to follow the same story with kobe this was like, I mean, the thought I had is it was like when Sam Jack- Jackson got eaten by the shark in, in um, uh, that shark, the animatronic shark movie with LL Cool J. Um, deep, deep is bluest, yeah. my head is like a shark. Yes, deep, deep blue sea. It was like the most shocking death since Sam Jackson in Deep Blue Sea. Ew, shut up. No one watched that movie. Really? Everyone watched. <laughs> I, I 100% agree with you. People have, hawk your horn right now. <laughs> If you agree with me, because everyone saw the movie. I've never seen the movie. <laughs> Sam Jackson gets eaten in like minute 35. And you're like, what the fuck? In the middle of a monologue. No, no. Will, will you bring it up? That's so funny. Why bring up Sam Jackson like uh, monologue. Deep Blue Sea. Deep Blue Sea. Now you've seen how bad things can get and how quick they can get that way. Well, they can get a whole lot worse. So we're not going to fight anymore we're going to pull together and we're going to find a way to get out of here first we're going to see you on this oh my god bianca it's like Kobe I, all I over again. I try to tell you. I try to tell you. And that's like minute 40. He's on the poster. So you eaten. were in the theater or at the premiere or something. Screaming. Hilarious. Everyone Screaming, was like. Like literally the, one oh, of the biggest shit. responses I've ever seen in a movie. Okay. That's uh, so funny. It was the funniest. I wish I was In fact, older. we referenced it in a uh, in Samuel L. Jackson beer sketch in Chappelle show. Uh, a fucking shark ate me. Um, so. Kobe, so the, the, I mean, the Kobe thing is, it's just shocking and flooring and the real, the daughter thing is where you go like, fuck. Yeah. God damn. And the other families are like, fucking like God whole, whole damn. Whole families just taken yeah, out like, here. N- but one of the families left both parents and one of the daughters died, leaving two other kids. Yeah. Like that's. That's bad. That's f- fucking it's so it's unfathomably sad it's yeah. you can't even like you can't even be like you can't do I know this. what you're I going know, yeah like, I, no there's way. nobody knows what you're going through uh it's so sad you you couldn't even have it as a plot in a movie because it like, would be like too sad no it's too to sad every this. time you cut to this lady i'm fucking sad you're right um it's too sad for that and 
the the like sort of the cultural things are like Kobe and and Gianna get like top billing, and then it's like also the others. Well, that you know, people make that joke: never die with somebody with yeah. a famous person yeah. because you'll be. Like I told you, others. JFK used to make that joke on planes. Oh yeah, I think yeah. that's yeah. Where, I think we talked about it on. Here. I think we like, talked about it on here. You know, if I die, if we die, it's gonna be JFK and others. Right, and um, that's well. Yeah. I feel like everyone really went out of their way to try to not. Yes, make it but like that. you can't. It's hard not to. It's hard not to. Um, I thought of one joke very quickly, which Uh-oh. I'll do on here. Okay, don't narc on me, listeners. Feelers, <laughs> Guys, shh, chill. That I feel bad. The person I feel the worst for is Nipsey Hussle because he's about to lose eighty percent of his murals <laughs> <laughs> to Kobe. It's a sad thing. The marathon, the marathon, in some cases, is not going to continue. <laughs> Shut Mural up. wise, it's not going There's to continue. Plenty of wall. No, Bianca, come on, grow up. Um, a father and a, his daughter. Come on, yeah, no, it's sad. There's not. It's fucking. He's got the kid. Got it's. It's over. Um, um the uh, so I and also I feel bad for Bill Burr because he's a famous helicopter pilot and he's gonna have to talk about it every fucking day i think for he the already rest of his life said to the point. it's it's actually really safe yeah it's not as dangerous like everyone's making it but you know <clears throat> when it happened i i was actually flying back from miami by helicopter yeah <laughs> yes i this is a very lucrative podcast yeah. uh-huh. um and the when we were taking off from here, I flew in the morning, so it was like before he passed away. Right. And yeah, I landed. I had the same thing. I flew from here to New York and one landed. People were like, Can you believe it? And I was yeah. like, oh. oh yeah, it was so we left Miami obviously before. It was Miami morning, so it was very early in the morning in LA. And he was like, Okay, yeah, you know, like um, hey folks, we're gonna land in the and the pilot was saying that in Miami right now it's 100 mile visibility it's 75 blah 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 and it said right now in LA um it's very dense fog and it's a uh, 4 mile visibility mm-hmm. I'm like 4 mile that's like a motherfucker at using the jet stream to yeah. fly so when we landed and then of course everyone's like Kobe yeah. died like in the plane yeah. and people started crying and it was uh, uncomfortable um you realize like dude the 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 weather has been fucked up since 6 a.m or 5 a.m whenever i left la time it was very bad he was saying he was telling us how like the landing was bumpy even when we were you know when you're descending yeah eventually you You see the city it like i didn't see the city until we were almost landing so well the lapd had like grounded their flights and they also the 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 I'm sure we'll. I, it sounds like they just ran into the side of a hill, but uh, they got. They didn't have depth. Yeah, they that uh, the, basically like depth perception radar or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But uh, what I did feel like, which was interesting, is that Kobe's death was the first time men. It was completely acceptable for men to be crying. Yeah, and it was also the first public death where men were like encouraged to cry because again then the last one was 9-11 so so that was 20 years ago and that was before any sort of mental health significance no it was very 
sweet. Yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but there, I know there was a lot of women consoling a lot of men. Yeah. Even though I know girls are into basketball. It's not yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. You know, but that's of, like, uh, you know. But there's a lot of, there's a very large generation that looked up to Kobe, even if they were like, fuck the Lakers. Still, Kobe was He's so great. He's very famous. I mean, that yeah. was the thing. Like, he was very, very, he was as, as he was the po- most popular player in the planet. Yeah. For, you know, eight years. And so when, I mean, I got in my Uber from the airport and my Uber driver was fucking up. Missed two exits. Oh, I'm sorry, miss. And, and no, and he was just like, hey, what's up? And I was like, oh, you know, it's okay, man. And he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, trying, trying not to cry. And I was like, you can cry. I was like, it's okay. You can cry. Like, yeah, it's, it's totally fine with me. And I think he did. And then, but like, yo, we were on the 110 and there was an express lane open. And, you know, it took me a while to be like, dog, we're all fans oh, of COVID, but you got to hit the lane. Can you just, and I was like, oh, I think we could go in the um, express lane because there's a lot of traffic. And he was like, oh, sorry. Oh, I just, uh, my mind was I'm not used to. My God. Usually Kobe is my co-pilot. Yeah. <laughs> and today there is only one set of footprints. Stop, please. <laughs> so it's like I really saw guys super fucked up for a few days. Guys who are not generally emoting and yeah. used to the world being totally fine with you randomly breaking down and crying. It was really sweet. It's, to see. Yes, it is sweet. And then the 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 it it was it it people are like oh we got to talk about Kobe I'm like I don't have anything to say I don't all I can all I've noticed is that f- it for like three hours everyone goes oh fuck we're all gonna die there's this sense of we're all gonna di-. like fuck if he can die yeah I can definitely die <laughs> and that lasts for a few hours and then you go back to thinking you're immortal. Right. That's generally the way it works. Like it's like you know, everyone come, everybody comes together, and you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna die. Oh yeah, it's fucking crazy, right? We're gonna die. We're mortal. Uh, and then you just go like, oh, okay, go back to like, well, that doesn't help. It doesn't help long term. Uh, it does, but it's hard to live in that space of thinking about your mortality too much because it you just end up. It's not even depressing. You just get so nihilistic, right? That you have to remember, like, no, things are important to people, right? And life is important, and the uh, dinner, we gotta go, and the thing, and there's uh, ah, um, um, wait. So I will say this was the, one of the few times didn't mind the who mourned it best. I didn't mind. I the, didn't like, mind it either. I I didn't. Like, yeah. It didn't. It didn't feel like because people <laughs> he was so popular that it was. It was hard. Nobody knew him, so it wasn't like right. anybody could fucking right. Nobody knew him. when I when I saw you. La- like I don't know. It didn't. I'm trying to think of the last two more at best. The um, one that also didn't bother me was Nipsey. It just is like I was touched. This person, right. yeah. It's like oh, okay. uh, yeah. All right. If he actually David David Bowie and white people was a little much. Um, that was. That was a little much. That, that was, was the last one I remember where it's like, okay, guys. Because also people dress up like David Bowie a lot. Do they really? Well, for Not Halloween, Halloween or whatever, yeah. And stuff. So there was a lot of, 
Oh my god. Performative morning. <laughs> yeah. Uh performative. The yes. then of course there was the how soon can we talk about rape stuff with Kobe? Um which it felt a bit like when there's a shooting and they go, we're not ready to talk about what to do about guns. Now's not the time or the place. I happen to agree in the Kobe thing. It's somebody got suspended for a writer for the Washington Post got suspended right. with pay for posting a link to an article that she hadn't even written from 2016 about his rape stuff. Um, and it was funny seeing women allude to the rape stuff. Somebody wrote a tweet. It was a celeb- female celebrity says something like, some of the effect of like, we contain multitudes. <laughs> and it's like, ah, that doesn't seem like complicated. He was complicated. Ah, a rape allegation, credible rape allegation is a little bit worse than complicated. Okay. I don't, I thought it wasn't credible. I thought she. It was credible. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why I heard. I, I don't know enough. I'm not going to be like. Oh, because. That, that she like, they found out. She'd been fucking hell people. Oops. I don't know. Maybe I'm right, jumbling but, this. No, you, that's correct. But like, like there was other semen yeah. in her along with Kobe's. That's what I uh, heard. Uh, I don't fucking yeah, know. but I don't think it was a matter of. I think the problem wasn't. I think she may have. Uh, been the 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 vaginal might have been consensual. And then after that, it got a little non-consensual. Okay. Um, and. uh so, you know, I, what do you do when someone has a credible rape allegation that gets settled out of court? Settling out of court is one of these, like Michael Vicks was announcing last night for the, for the Super Bowl, And there's, there's a Hulu, there's a uh, 30 for 30 about him also. Michael Vick is a really good, that to me is the ultimate redemption story in that Mm. like he was doing something horrible. He got caught doing it. Realized like, yeah, I was fucked up. That was fucked up. That was wrong. It, he didn't, he doesn't strike me as one of those guys who like secretly thinks, right? It's like, man, y'all grandstanding about this dog fight. It's like, no, I think he realized he was fucking wrong. And, uh, like worked hard to pay off his, he checked into jail early. Yeah, like, He did everything he, he did could everything to he like, could hey, to okay. be like, I like the guy who raised his hand when he gets, uh, when he does a foul in a basketball game, like I'm dead wrong about yeah. this. And, um, white people still can't let it go. Well, that's a whole other issue, I but know. they, it, but he, you know, Fox hired him. He's a, he's a, he's a pretty big part of their post game, pregame yeah, stuff. Like, so that to me is the ultimate in did the crime, did the time, we're good. I mean, we don't, but this country doesn't really believe in like, do the crime, do the time, your good part. Not for white people. Not for, I'm sorry, they, they do for white people. Half the time, white people have a better chance of yeah. redemption. Yes. But black people, it's like, but that thing you did. Yeah. So with a credible rape allegation... And I, I don't know. I, it's a hard 
I don't know. It's just a hard thing to. But is it any of our fucking business though? I'm not like, just to be honest, it's like, I wasn't like, if they settled, I don't know. Why We're, is no, it? it why is are our we business. still talking about I mean, what? if someone's a criminal, but would he, a, but they, he'd have would to do an something. assault be any of your business? No, but we have to say credible rape allegation. That's right. kind of basically you're the judge and jury without it really getting your favorite thing is due process. Yeah. saying credible rape allegation. I mean, I don't know enough, so I'm not going to like sit here and take a side, but do you know enough to say credible? Yeah. Okay. So like that I, was, it was yeah. totally known yeah. as like it happened. Let's just not take it to court. Yes. I she was ready to different. go to court and then she's like, I can't, do this basically like she was supposed to testify the next day and then they settled she just couldn't take the pressure and she got like doxxed and like it wasn't cool um and but if all that happens yeah why i don't believe in like why bring it up i think everyone's gonna bring up something like yeah. someone dies if majority of people are celebrating, there's always going to be someone's like but remember you know yes so it's it, like eh, whatever I, I, <laughs> Like why I get why that writer brought it up because she said she was also a victim of uh, Yeah, but even if you're assault. not, I don't if someone the the totality of someone's character, that's a big thing. Yeah, sure. A like I'm going to the cops because you sexually assaulted me. Okay. That's a big thing. Most people do not have that. Right. That you it has to be taken into account. How For much? Sure. I don't know. That's what I'm saying is how do we measure what's we the right amount know. when someone dies? I still don't know. Like, eh. Most funerals are, 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 are whitewashing from the biggest, from the most famous to the least famous. It's right. like Harry was. He was great. Harry liked to drink. Meanwhile, that's Harry liked to, you know, throw a few back. That's that's a code for saying. Harry was a violent wife. alcoholic. <laughs> Um, right. everybody, everybody starts talking complimentary, complimentary and, and, um, euphemistically. Yeah. Uh, and with Kobe, that was absolutely happening. And but more than any, yeah. even the people who did bring up rape allegations, it was like drowned out. Yeah. It almost didn't really make a blip. Like it didn't, I feel like. It didn't. I, I feel like that didn't even need to be news. I mean, I don't think it was. It was, you know, what it's again, what's the is we'll go with a ratio of 100 to right. one in terms of how much eh, probably 50 to one in terms of glowing to like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with a commentary here is right. Uh, 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 um. The also people talking about the mamba mentality was embarrassing. I first no idea what the fuck that is. It, it was just embarrassing. It's just like Kobe called himself a mamba, and like I'm a I'm a snake. I'm a deadly snake. Yeah. And then people are like that's the mamba mentality. Where he's like, just, we don't have to do this. It's a marketing. It's yeah, marketing. completely. And then um, everything's mamba, and it's like yeah, yeah, he's a snake, and they got snake tattoos. I thought it was cute that everyone started posting girl dad. I was like, man, how easily influenced everyone is. Uh, girl dad's a great, a great. It's so cute. It's very cute. I, but it is interesting how like 
It would have been a good book. It's girl boss. It's girl, yeah, girl, it w- bitches rule Whoa, and all that well, shit. You're taking it weird. Sorry. It's girl dad. <laughs> no, I know. But there was bitches. also a book called Girl Boss. It's like a right. branding thing. No, but it's nice that it's coming from men. Yeah. Being proud of daughters. And yeah. Kobe, even in death, made a bunch of dudes like, I'm a, da- I'm a dad to a girl too. Yeah. It's It was cute. Yeah. I thought it was cute. Yes, it was all and very sweet. cute. Uh, and his support of the WNBA was good. Yeah. And going to games was good. And uh, the all the Mamba stuff was embarrassing. <laughs> Nike actually pulled all the stuff, which is cool, which I which I appreciate. They did that for the um, the re- the people reselling his memorabilia, though. Yeah, but that they at a certain point they're going to have to capitalize. Apparently, only like a handful of companies bought up almost all of the memorabilia for like five times the price or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, but they're going to have to, at a certain point, they're going to have to. Yeah, what are we never going to see? I mean, a Kobe come on, guys. You guys put, they put a lot of money into that guy. <laughs> they're getting, they're, oh, they're getting their money back. They they're get, just going to have to give their ambith, man. like a portion of this will go to helicopter safety or something. Oh God, it no, will go to please. helicopter fucking technology. Also, the amount, imagine just a simple mom and pop private helicopter touring company. I mean, they're probably, they're interested in. And taking helicopters down, I bet. Significantly. You think so? It has to be. I don't, I I was, I I was never a big helicopter person. Me either. And like, I'd never been on one. And now I'm like, eh, if I never go on a helicopter, I, it doesn't, helicopters seem too good to be true. They are. (laughs) They don't seem like, I don't know, guy. I don't, don't, I don't want to see the whole thing. At least planes, (laughs) the engines, like under, under a, under a, a labia, an engine labia. (laughs) Um, or vulva, an engine vulva, and uh, but helicopters just like this thing makes us go up, right. and then this thing makes us go left to right, and you're like, I uh, too much. You don't just, want to see. You all gotta that. D- give me give me something else. Yeah, no, and they're frightening, and they crash a lot. Yeah, that's the biggest problem is it hasn't the Wright brothers plane versus a DC ten. Right, it's a fucking big difference. Um, what's his name? Uh, the Italian, uh, the Italian Rudy artist Giuliani, the Italian artist from the whatever a thousand years ago. Man Ray. No, the Italian one. Oh, what's his name? He had the thing. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> he hit the helicopter. You're not gonna find it. Isn't that different? No, Leonardo da Vinci. Oh, da Vinci. His helicopter. Bring his helicopter up. Da Vinci helicopter. He knew. Not that, not different enough from the helicopter. Oh, <laughs> and that's like yes, how long I ago know was what that? You're saying okay. 15th century. It's like right. Ah, eh, we gotta, we gotta do better than that. Um, and uh, <laughs> it's not. That's 500 years. Of the best we could come up with. It's like we'll have a metal, we'll have plastic, um, of uh, 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 wind. Uh, fucking windshield yeah so like that uber copter that uber you know they have yeah, yeah that like, ain't happening i mean like, there's one from new york the jfk to, to that i don't the trevor takes fucking helicopters all the time like every no. not every day but like almost every, he, they're just like yeah i have to it's what i do i uh, get it 
I mean, the problem is if you think if you are used to taking helicopters and it'll get you 20 minutes to go somewhere that takes you two hours. The Hamptons apparently is a big one. Like the Hamptons takes 25 minutes and normally take three hours. So or like Palm Springs. Coachella. There's a price to pay. There's a price. There's a downside, gang. Uh, My how about my experience with Kobe? Tell me. I didn't do the uh, who more the best. I did two commercials with Kobe. Uh, One of them was the first Nike commercial I did, and he was nice. He was fine. Okay. I'm not gonna act like he was especially nice. Um, he was fine. And then he did do something impressive, which is it's when he had a bad shoulder. He shot an underhand shot from half court with his left hand. And it hit the rim, which was like, I don't know. I don't know. That's impressive. I can't think of 15 people on earth that could do that. (laughs) Left handed underhand from half court and hit the rim. Almost hit it. Cool. Um, And... And then I did a one with him and Shaq where they were in. The funny thing about him was you had to go to, if you wanted to shoot with him, you had to go to buy his house. Like he was just like, I'm not, I'll do it if you want to come here. That's basically you. Yes. I learned it from him. (laughs) Kobe was my co-pilot in that situation. Um, And uh, he again. Oh, and then I saw him at the. I think Dave did a show with Lauren Hill at the Hollywood Bowl, maybe. Yeah. He was and there. He was there. That was and, like last year. Yeah. And him and his wife were excited to meet Ali Wong. Which I liked. <laughs> They're like, which I was like, all right. Yeah, like whatever. They said Dave, and like, he said hi to me, whatever. He'd give me the old like the old uh, Asian mm, uh I honor you. Thailand. Uh, and uh, but they were excited to meet Ali, which was cute. Um, so I my personal interactions with them were fine. Um, and I can't. I didn't have like an angle. He didn't inspire me. He didn't. There we did that thing where Dave said Kobe in a sketch when he threw a condom out. Kobe into the trash, <laughs> which was and I went on Twitter and I was like, this is gonna seem like I'm fishing. Did because they set that up at, down at the Staples Center like a trash can and it said like you know what to do hashtag kobe and people started doing it kobe at the thing and i was like did we right do this what's going on like and there was it was probably nine out of ten people were like absolutely from the sketch that's because before that it was jordan and we wrote a we'd done another sketch whatever where we and i was going like i don't think you say jordan because jordan was retired at that point right. uh and i assume people would started saying kobe and then dave did it in a sketch the next year throwing it into the trash but no one had done it on tv and like most of the kids were like yeah i'd never we did that all the time from that point on mm. um so hopefully i can make some money off them getting <laughs> so hopefully a, a portion of the Thankful. money i make off of throwing away condoms into the trash and yelling kobe <laughs> I will make money that will go to helicopter research. Kobe, um, wow. I can only hope. Still. Um, that's so, uh, so that was how I mourned it best. How did I make it about me? Um, but I was more like, because somebody was texting, people were sending it to me. I was like, 
I don't know. Okay. I Not like it was bad news. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, no, it's like... I Because I would see it every once in a while. I was like, were we the first people to do that? Like, I, I don't even see it as like, we invented. Right, it was right, just right. like a... Being... We gave it like a, some cultural encouragement. Um, that's Thank all anyone you. needs. Thank it's you a little that. cultural encouragement. You You're welcome, guys. I do so it all sweet. for you, for my little babies. Oh, um, now, how it applied to the comedy world was Ari Shafir. Lost some. We lost some good ones. <laughs> Ari Shafir made a video where he said he was glad Kobe died because he was a because he was a rapist, and then. And uh, and then people started threatening to kill Ari. He said, he said it in a more vulgar way, but it's like that's like what he does, I guess. When right, people but die. Uh, first of all, that's not really what he does. No, no, he's when got he, Netflix specials where he doesn't talk about celebrities no, 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 for no, no, no reason. That's not. I'm not saying that's all he does. I'm saying that when people die, he goes, he does a rude obituary, so to speak. Right. When everybody dies. Did he do one for Nipsey? I think he's. I don't. I don't know. Maybe I know, again, who Nipsey is. There is a. There is a. You'll get fucked. It's like why why white people do sarcasm more than black people is because white people like we live in that world of like yeah, fuck do yeah. Sarcasm to black people. yeah well we get fuck yeah and then the black people are like oh, we don't sarcasm's like we don't sometimes we like it sometimes we don't we're gonna fu- I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> Right, so um, good. Well, we gotta do a search class for you because I don't see how this is going so bad. You've been doing this for forty seconds. He just basically says, "Thank you for the guy, the pilot, for not gassing up the helicopter. Good job, Hollywood elite." Blah blah. It's just like a stupid rant. Yeah. Also, as if anything, as if a he cares about rape. It's yeah, as if Ari cares in any way about like we need due process for rapists and I'm I'm supporting uh you know a better rape kit. I mean he doesn't care about rape. <laughs> a I'm sure he's against it but he's not especially against it. And uh the people who found Kobe innocent in Denver were not the ho- same Hollywood elite who hate comedy. It was like what the fuck are you talking about? It was uh it was just like a bat and then he's like, like Hey, uh, and that, then, that's what, that's what yeah. I read. I didn't even see Yeah. And then yet. he said, Kobe Bryant died 23 years too late today. He got away with rape because of all the Hollywood liberals who attack comedy and enjoy rooting for the Lakers more than they dislike rape. The, really? Are they weren't on the jury? So what are you talking about? If you want to say he got an Oscar because of it? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. But, uh, I hate the Lakers. What a great day. Fuck the Lakers. Okay. It's Big just corny. Hey, corny. Of- it's like being... I like liking a team is the corniest, as we all know. I've talked about this in the past. Uh, like I'm, all, I'm fucking late. Raiders disagree. all Raiders all day. Why? Because I grew disagree. up with their merchandise <laughs> near me. That's um, it. That's yes. it. Yes, because my, my dad liked them. Come so. on, just play, Neil. Yeah, just no, play I know, long. but I don't. I don't play that. Play long. Uh, and so that's corny. It's and, just the whole thing's so corny. It's just yes. Like, so his fake, like, I'm glad, and uh, I bet he doesn't do it again with black people. That's my prediction. Because I'm making a documentary about this, it's very interesting to me, mm. which is like, well, if there... Are if you going to interview? There's going to be... No, because there's better examples of this, which is if you're going to be... It's like the Charlie Hebdo guys. 
Yeah. If you're gonna fucking make fun of Muhammad, you have to know people don't have a great sense of humor about Muhammad. But it's all just ambition. It's just like, ooh, I'm gonna make fun of it. It's like edgy. I'm trying it's to be not, on brand. Like, well, there yeah. you go. How the how that branding go? It's a too tough a brand when you can't get a corporation to help you with your brand. Not a not you fucked up branding wise. And if you're gonna play the game, well, you, there's gonna be repercussions. That's the thing. Here's the thing. I we very much don't like cancel culture here. But mm -hmm. if you want to say and do and make any joke at any expense that you want, as a company, let's say I'm Netflix, I don't have to fucking work with no. you. No. And there's nobody saying that I should. So it's like, okay, there's risks involved. If yep. you want to do this and that and that, just understand at some point someone might not want to be there's associated with There's going to be collateral damage when you make comedy, right? You right. try to minimize it. That's He did something that had a huge amount of collateral damage, which is all of Kobe's fans. Kobe! All the people that were genuinely mourning and the horror of, of nine people dying in a helicopter crash, families, children, like... That's a Children. big problem. Uh, right. And again, while it's not like 9-11, it's close to 9-11. And uh, there was a moratorium on 9-11 jokes for like, eh. Most comics. Give it a second. I actually want to know, how was it? For, wait, were you doing stand-up then? No, I wasn't uh, doing stand-up. We did a, we did, I'll get to that in a sec. But so with Ari, yeah, it's the, so the collateral damages, you hurt all those people's feelings. And then the collateral damage in the other in the other direction is you're getting dropped. So, but you cool. can still do comedy. You're we're not going even. to jail. And we're good. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, you took opportunity away. You're fucking with a bunch of people's emotions. Like right. that's it. Seems like a fairly. I don't know if it's a one to one swap, but I I I'm not surprised, and he can't be surprised either. And he realized he fucked up. Did you see that four page letter? Which one? The Where one he that, wrote the apology. Uh, right. Every time a beloved celebrity dies, I post some horrible shit about them. I've been doing it for years now. Well, then that justifies well, oh. it. Right. Um, I like destroying gods. Oh, really? Is it a deity thing? And right when a famous person <laughs> dies, they're at their most worship. So as a response to all the outpouring of sympathy on social media, post something vile. It's just a joke. I don't really hate any of the people. Nah, uh, yeah. You're Ari's a bit of an anarchist and, yeah. you know. Like, that's just, there's gonna be a fucking, there's gonna be a blow. There's, if you're fine going that way, you have to be fine with them coming back. I have as much sympathy for Ari as he did for the victims. How about that? He picked the wrong target. It's easier when it's like fucking Who? Amy Winehouse or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know who he did it with. Well, I guess you're right. Also, when I know Ari. I didn't know he did this. So this thing of I like, did. I do it every time. I don't know. Well, you also have to be. Uh, kind of like a more hardcore fan to know that. Right. I know he did that, but not because I just like just people who know him. I know he did that, but not because I seen any of them. Yeah. Is that, see, that's a retroact. That's him trying to clean it up with the Mr. Peanut. Oh yeah. He's doing it. That was yeah. Him. Now he's like, uh, see, this is <laughs> do it with anybody <laughs> famous. <laughs> uh, fucking, uh, um, <laughs> I did it with Sam Jackson in the Deep Blue Sea. Um, so uh, no, just stop! Oh my God! So so yeah. So uh, so that's you live by the sword, you die by the sword. I, like I I don't I uh, uh, 
you got as much you're gonna get as much sympathy as you gave that's generally the how it works mm. um and uh it wasn't a mistake it wasn't a you know it it was just a, sp- mal- a sp- intentional malice it wasn't a lack of understanding it was just intentional malice so um it was in poor taste and we're in a taste business but are comedians in a taste business because we do defend comedians being able to say what they want you know especially yes, on this show but to a, i i you can say what you want right but there's gravity it's like charlie hebdo say what you want but you guys are going to get fucked up i think ari will be fine yeah he'll be fine he's not going to lose any fans um if he, I mean, he might get punched in the face, but that's like that, that actually will kind of work for his brand. Do you think he'll be fine in entertainment? I feel like people forget. Yeah, he'll be fine. In be no, but if you're, but you're, if you're going to make jokes about shit, you have to be prepared. It's like, I used to say the N word on stage. I was prepared to get punched in the face. Mm. You wouldn't be I, like, I was hoping what? it wouldn't happen, but I knew it might. And that people would be like. Just fairly justified, um, not yeah. like completely justified. Then they would, would run. You press charges. Yeah. Well, that's all. I mean, it's like if you're gonna fuck Ari up. Like, all right. So I get Ari, it. yeah, I wouldn't press charges. Um, I wouldn't. I legally couldn't. But if <laughs> Ari gets like, let's say hypothetically, like stomped into a coma and they have it on camera. Oh my god. Again, this is hypothetical. I know. Um. So. Then, then those people would be prosecuted. So, like the system, yeah, there's always it's like the system is balance. works, and then yeah. so, yeah, like you know, there's a there's a it's a it's a it's a feedback loop of uh like it's there there are there there are consequences for people's uh shit, but I think he'll be fine. It was a like there was a bunch of shit where people were like, "Ari's gonna get fucked up." People kept texting me that, and then I no, saw him at the don't. cellar on Saturday. He wouldn't get fucked up. Did he did he talk about it? I didn't see him. I mean, I didn't see him go on, but I didn't. Uh, it's just some heat. He'll be fine. It's just some noise. It's just something you're going to get fucked. It's just some barking. Nobody's going to go to jail for beating up a guy who made it's like, <laughs> what are you in for? OK. Right. Um, You listen to the uh, you listen to podcast. <laughs> OK. So you co- a guy, so you're avenging the death, a tweet about a death of a guy you didn't know. No, no, you're right. And he already apologized. I feel like yeah. once people apologize, they're like, he didn't don't apologize. do it again. Yeah, That's not an apology. No, no, no. There was like a seven page. It was like seven pages of it. Oh, that's funny. That's oh, that's funny. There's funny. like, it's too long to read. But basically, yeah, I'm pretty sure he apologized. Also, the troll is like, okay. Um, so you just say, say the thing you're not, the meanest thing you're not supposed to say, and then say, it's like, wow, how'd you think of that? Wow, the trolling. That's so cool. Um, Binkerson's, you know, where there's a virus out there. I'm pretty sure I caught it. Um, and, uh, and it's killed 360 people. There was out a cover up in China. Billion. Yeah, there was a cover up in China. They think it's a, um, uh, what do they call it? It's not a, it, it, they think it's a, 
they what? think it's going to be a local. I mean, don't travel to China is a pretty big warning. I mean, that's from like the National yeah, Institute of Health. My friend's going to Vietnam. I was like, don't go, man. Just chill. Our beloved Asia. I know. Uh, I'm going to let Asia cool out for a little bit. And they love, not to sound racist, but they love a good cough. They do. No but they also reason. love a, uh, they it's love like, a mouth. They love a, a windscreen. They love a mask. They do. They love a, a, a crystal geyser gallon with the bottom cut out. Have you seen <laughs> the people? Uh-uh. Oh, my God. Will, can you find the uh, Chinese people with the empty gallon water bottles on their head? Chinese empty water bottles? I don't. This sounds so... Head. I don't know. I don't like these search terms. Uh, but they're... I'm going to have to live with your search terms and, fuck. when they come for me. Uh, they're just walking around the airports like that. I think you saw one person. No, I have seen multiple. This is not rumor mill. Anyways, but yes, it's it's in a lot of spots. What is why is he doing that? I think to just be for sure not around. Why it. would a bottle help their heads? I don't know. Is there something I don't know about viruses? Does it travel through the scalp? <laughs> the fuck are they doing? But a lot a lot more I've seen more than like seven photos. So Okay. Um so this isn't a Rick Fox situation. No, it's not Rick Fox. Um, the, uh, the, yeah, so I don't. What? Say it. I, you know, is it a, is it a. They is need it a, a red dot on my house because I caught it. I know I did. Is there, what are the symptoms? Um, flu-like. And why does it kill people? It just kills old people and young people like everything else. But oh. it's a bad respiratory. It's like a bad. It's like MERS. You know, you how, just can't. It's just like like it, can, it just over. You can't cough it out because right. Your lungs I think it like too. develops. Uh, I don't really want to talk out of my ass here. I don't fucking know fully. I don't think they. But know is fully. it killing old and young people? Is that the idea? I thought it was because I was when I went to the doctor. I was like, I think I caught coronavirus, and they were like, mm, you're fine. because I looked. I was like Mexico viral outbreaks, and the coronavirus came out. This huh. was this is a month. I had it huh. before the hype. I don't uh, think I respiratory symptoms, shortness of breath. Uh, I, yeah, spreads. I don't know. It can so, spread to your brain. Well, but you better put a water. Not if you put a water <laughs> bottle over it. There's no. That's how you get to the brain through the head. <laughs> you get through the scalp, then through the skull, and then you're fucking home free. Oh um. Uh. Yeah. They. They. Uh, it's like it's an out. I I am not that worried about it. I hope no, no, you're, you're fine. I hope it's okay. I hope they contain it. It's hysteria, man. Yeah, and it's not gonna kill anyone. No, I mean it killed three hundred people. It's gonna but, kill some people for right. sure, but nobody we know <laughs> <laughs> will. Um, uh, yeah. No people. I'm. I don't. It's just like Ebola. When yeah. Ebola, I was so frightened. But were you really? I'm don't you just of, quickly pay, play the odds? It's like. I I'm not getting it. Ebola. No, I knew it, but you know, on planes you start being like, <gasps> I caught a flight that the flight came from a, a city of a country in Africa and then it right. went to Germany and then I caught it back during the Ebola thing and I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So it, it, it's just hysteria. It starts making you yeah. I want to say it works. It's worse on women than it is on men. I feel yeah, like women... Sure worry more about stuff like that than men do and i have a whole theory about why women are clean where women love cleanliness there's be- hella dirty ass girls no, no i agree but like, i'm I, saying I, like you know in general 
Okay. I believe women tend to be more clean and like don't like clutter. Fair enough. And my my smallpox blanket statement <laughs> okay. is that it's because your vaginas are at table level. You have a oh. thing. You want to talk about going through the brain. You want to put a plastic. You might want to put a water bottle over your vagina because that's you're getting all. That's a great. What do you port. mean? That's a are great table- port for uh, infection and illness. So if there's garbage on the counter, I think women are more susceptible, like are more wary of it than guys are. Because it's because you're it's at vaginal level again. I this is what not kind of even tables a, are you this is a about? most counters and t- yeah right there yeah that's a counter 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 this is a counter yeah okay lift it up okay that's right by your vagina it's still right there thank you for illustrating my point um you she tried to trick why do you think that me. you did the, the old I, again it's just a theory no but why like you think that just because you but what i'm asking is you i think look the at the way are, women behave and then i think evolutionarily why do they behave that way but what i'm asking is specifically you think we are subconsciously protective about our vagina mm-hmm. interesting i also think that may be the reason for perfume women are more susceptible to wear perfume to cover up in general like a a uh, generally stinky body part not like they all stink the same that some don't stink at all but i'm just saying like i think psychologically i think that's part of it and it's attractive to men i mean it's like and it attracts men i think it's mostly because it's attractive to men of course and women want to mask completely human situations yes, correct to a artificial level like yes. your vagina is not supposed to smell like a fucking pineapple right it's supposed to smell like a skin skin i don't know but it's a living organ it's like right. a living it's work it's a working factory but we want to i feel uh, like i get i i'm arriving to the same place but i feel like the we just want to appear a little bit above regular human yes. uh, functions no, like a deity yeah to uh to attract you not so much like cover the stink you know what i mean like it's more like men like great ethereal like pheromones yeah so i feel like yeah because i'm thinking yeah like i mean i have a a vaginal wash that is like lemon mint right it's called lemisol is it like a douche like it goes up? oh no no i don't no that's like 1980s people no, we. They learned. still sell it, dude. They do, but I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Uh, no, I, and I know it's a. Someone described the vagina as a self-cleaning oven, which is like, yeah, just if you want to clean the outside, you fine. Go on the outside. Yeah, but you, you don't don't be squirting shit up there. You know what's interesting? The pH. There's like an online debate of whether to use soap on your vulva. Or to just like don't let her go. Yeah, don't put any. So, what are you guys talking about? Yeah, and I've seen debates where it's like, uh, dude, it's like black people, white people. Do you use a washcloth for the soap? No, you just put the soap on. Correct. But the soap will get dirty. The soap can't get dirty. That's another thing we did. That was the first time I was ever in public. That observation that white people use don't use washcloths and black people do. It is weird. It's the first that was that I will say that's absolutely from us. Oh my god, that's and so dope. A hundred percent from us. And then I saw a promo for the 
TV show, The Neighborhood, where they're like the uh, the black, uh, the girl T- Tashina. Tashina. And the cast is great. They're all they, it's Tashina and fucking Cedric and Max Green. They like, did the good, they did that joke. Yeah. Like like the and I remember Cedric going like the the promo was like the debate continues like. It's not a debate. It's an observation that me and my friend made 18 right. years ago right, right. that no one had made full stop. Like enough with the. Uh. Um, so I will take credit for that. The Kobe thing. I, who knows? Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Do you Finally, want to get some credit for Chipotle. No. What? No washcloth. Weird. I don't share a shower with anybody. Why no. would I use a washcloth? Well, you don't use a, a medium. It's astringent enough. On my face, I use like a uh, rocky fucking thing. A rocky thing. <laughs> I use like a rocks, uh, a sugar, salty, like. Uh, no, no, a medium for the soap. For the like soap, a- no. A, a soap delivery system? No. Yeah. No. Hand. Interesting. I, I Dr. Bronner's squirt it. Ugh. <sighs> That's the thing and that generally, burns. and I've described this on other podcasts, I'll I'll wash the top half and let it let the soap go down in the legs. I don't really go down and like scrubbing my ass? legs. I oh yeah, that's that gets a lot of TLC. Oh, and the- <laughs> <laughs> um, tons of TLC. And then the legs, you just just like you guys are fine. Like what? Scrub your legs. Why? Because you just have put hair pants on. Because you have hair on and your legs. what's going to happen? No one is ever Gross. looking at my legs. No one's near them. No one's near my legs. If you're, I mean, if you gotta get near it to. If you're going down on me, you're on the. T- I take care of that area, but I'm not like, <laughs> hey, while you're down there, honey, why don't you go by my shin and make because sh- I kept it. Uh, what if she wants to like? She ain't for me. <laughs> I'm not. It's not worth it. It's not worth you the time I have to spend. Oh, oh uh, Rogan. So Rogan oh, yeah, endorsed well- Bernie. And Dave endorsed Yang. And uh, I think... And then people got mad that Joe... That Bernie's campaign used Joe's endorsement. By the way, it wasn't... He said, I'll probably Yeah, he was like, ah, probably Bernie. Yeah. Um, Why would they be mad? Because Get they take Joe out of context and say that he's misogynist and uh, 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 against, uh, anti-trans and... Um, who 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 and has they? said the n-word just bernie bros so mm-hmm. uh but it's joe's endorsement is worth so many votes it's crazy that's yeah. what that's what i don't realize it's like, like why are you courting iowa go on fucking three podcasts yes, and all yes, my favorite murder <laughs> joe's specific oh, yeah. endorsement that's why bernie used it because it's he will get a lot of he can pick off Trump people. Yeah. And and uh there's no downside. I'm not gonna if you, if I like Bernie, I'm not gonna not like him because Joe likes him. And if I and and ooh, and uh and I also gotta say like we're comedians are the own are honest brokers. Like Joe's got no reason to endorse him other than yeah. just I don't know, he seems like the guy. Or Dave's got no reason to endorse Yang. Dave doesn't need a a monthly income. Yeah, there's um, no there's no ulterior motive. These there's are the no, two dudes that don't need any money. Yes, from anyone to say your shit. Yeah, so like I think they're both worth their endorsement is meaningful. Now, whether you 
think that that uh, whether you anyone's endorsement means anything. I, I, did you watch that New York Times endorsement special? I didn't see the special. I just read. Their... It was so fucking sad because it was a bunch of. Wait, where was it? It was. It's not. There's a. They have a Hulu FX show. That's a weekly TV show about the Times. Okay. And it's a very good show. Is it like the daily similar? Not as specific. It's more nuts and bolts, mm. but it's like, it's called the weekly. Right? Oh, okay. And it's more nuts and bolts and like the process and which I don't you? think the daily is into that much. But no, they so, do like specific stories. So this was a, oh, they I've had the it. interview with all of the, they showed the interview process in their, in their board. Deciding factor. And the people who, the New York Times employees were so out of touch. It was like, one girl's like, I don't know if he captures the moment. And it's like, what Ew. fucking moment are you talking? You're talking in a, in metrics that no one fucking, e- that's a journalistic metric. They also did it, made it like reality show where Bernie said something and they cut to one of the women on staff, like roll her eyes. And it was like, A, that's a stolen cutaway from something else. And right. B, don't make this a fucking reality show. It's not entertainment. Fucking stop it. Yeah. It's not entertainment. So they just seem like completely. The good thing about stand up is you get a sense of audiences and you can feel an audience before you even start talking. You can, and you also can see another comedian kill who you don't agree with. Yeah. And you go like, Hmm, people like that. Why do they like that? Why is that? What is he representing? What is he or she, uh, their messaging? Why is that? hitting with people and like how big an audience can Schumer get versus Dave or Tosh or Gaffigan or, or Jim Jeffries Mm. or, and, or Joe Coy. And like, what is the, that's the, which I wanted to say to the, to the, um, I wanted to like the New York times to come and be like, okay, so what are you about comedy? Let's see, let just pick something else. Right. Like, let's see how you pick things in another environment. Let's see how bad your pickers are. Yeah. Cause I don't think, you know what they just didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. And like, yeah, it was just a fucking bummer. So if, if Dave and, and, uh, Joe, if their endorsement means something, I think Yang's too far back for it to mean anything. Same. Um, and, and, uh, and Joe, I think will really help Bernie. I really do. I think he's a huge. And I also think Bernie is going to get the nomination now because. Has Bernie been on the podcast? Yeah. He has, right? Yeah. Yes. That's what but I so is Tulsi Gabbard. And, no, no. He does. Every, I just didn't know um, he had actually had gone. But yeah. I think. I, and I did this part of the chat with Trevor last week. Part of it. We ended up cutting the. The the um the beat was trump is basically it's like he's so extreme that now it's just going to be extreme versus extreme versus extreme like it's just going to be extreme right versus extreme left because the middle has been eroded by 
Fox News and I believed that until Trump got elected and now I feel like you can't hide from until the divide. Until Trump got elected? No, so I that's kind of the way politics were going and then Trump got elected and he's so he's so extreme and right. he's and we're so divided as a country and everyone feels it like at holidays there's i'm sure there's a lot of fractured families around here where it's like no we're not gonna come to you dad yep. you don't you're a trump you know i know that a lot of families are fractured on and both people feel it on both sides that i feel like people are in the mood for a little bit of a calm coming together moment nope. you don't think so nope you think they want to go I, farther this is like oh yeah what, like you're not gonna beat it. trump with something mild no, I'm not saying mild. I'm saying that Bernie unites people in the He's fact a democratic that, socialist. It's not that's not uniting to a lot of people. Sure. But when he talks, he can convince a fucking Trump supporter that he's actually in favor of him having a better life. He Trump. is the the fucked up thing is he is more in favor of a Trump I know, supporter having a better life. I know, but that is unifying unifying because most people are fucking poor in this country. Right, yes, but so, now but they don't think they're poor and they think that like that it's only blacks and latinos who are getting that are on welfare. welfare like, yeah. Most people on welfare are yeah. white. Yeah. So technically. Yes, statistically. Uh so I think that Bernie is a continuation. I think it's just Extreme versus extreme versus extreme versus extreme. It's the only way to get a rise out of people now is like fucking free college. And we're like, yeah, oh, that's the stuff. Like, cause Trump's so like, we're going to build a wall. And then he goes, Hey, free college. And we're like, yeah. In order to even break through the noise of culture, it has to be like, uh, uh, the Overton window is just wide open and, and the Overton window being like the 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 uh, the swath of permissible thought or, or like realistic, credible thought in politics. It used to be like this big, and, right, like, right. and now it's just like yeah, build a wall, free college, on and free. You should just be the way you looked at economics. Yes, and now in the internet world, Bernie has one point six million donors. So yeah. it's like it's, double what all of the other Democrats have. Yeah. It's people. I also think people are like, fuck it. The system's broken. Throw. throw what it. is it? Throw fucking pour water on it. Right. It's electrical fucking pour water. I hate it. So let me pour water on it. Right. Um, And he actually isn't. He's like the way Dave and Joe are not corrupt per se. Neither is he. He's like. He hasn't gotten any legislation passed in 40 years. He like, he's bad. He's a bad, he's bad at it. Right. It's like, I'm not good at this. Elect me. Cause you know, maybe turn my luck around. Like, I, and I think also people realize like, he's just going to pull in that direction. He's not going to get shit through. Um, so God bless. Let's do some emails. Well, it's time to check that email. <laughs> Um, okay. The first one is actually it it goes to another email on here, and I don't know where it is, but um, okay. So uh, the you've got mail. Okay. 
Uh, hey, what's good, Neil and BB? I'm a pretty new listener. I've been binging all the shows the past few weeks. Anyway, I'm listening to your Thanksgiving episode about family. I'm black and date a white woman and grew up going to private school, so I was around a lot of whites. And what I noticed is that for the most part, white people seem to not get along with their families as well as black people do. I'm wondering how you feel about this observation. And then there's another email uh, 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 the about one. love the podcast, love three mics as well. The thing that stuck with me the most was Neil talking about his narcissistic father and family dynamics. Can you talk more about your decision to go no contact with your father? Was it a sudden realization? Did it happen gradually over time? Uh, do you have regrets? I asked because I have a narcissistic mother and I'm weighing the no contact option. It's uh, hard to fully abandon my family, even though they're very dysfunctional. So reading these two letters, especially the prep school one, is uh, made me have the thought that cutting off your family is a, is white privilege. Because uh, white people have it so good in society that we don't need family. Um, that <laughs> we can survive without your without a support system. Um, and and I it, like it's like we don't have like just fuck like if we're not it's unpleasant. We don't think well they're they're all like I think in a black family I would assume is we're in this together. We're in this oppressive uh, racist society together and no one's going to understand me the way a black people will and B, especially my family. Who's I also, had I the also same economic that. background, et cetera, et cetera. I also feel like uh, more often than not, I meet white people who don't know their cousins well, <laughs> but I don't know any brown well, or black person that isn't like the closest homies. Part, with their well, cousins. by the way, what you're not saying is if a black person meets someone more than three times, they're cousins. No, I mean real cousins. <laughs> Bianca, be honest. Black people, true. what is the what is the pretty low standard for black cousins? That's all I'm going to say. Okay, fine. Um, but it's give true. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's I, your no, cousin. That, that's my cousin. Yes, Where there is like, oh, more yeah, of a fan in an oppressed. You need allies. Mm. And you're going to get it from your family. Yeah. Whereas in white people, it's like, we don't need allies as much because we have more money. We have more credit. We have, we have, we're less incarcerated. We're, it's just all of the white advantages. You're like, eh, I don't need to talk to my, my uncle. Fuck him. And it, or there's also probably the. You're going to be real fucked up. Right. Least. Yes. There's also the. There's also the church thing of who am I to judge? Only God can judge. Whereas white people are like, well, until he gets here, I'm going to judge. Um, and it's the, you know, black people bought Christianity as much as more than maybe any, any other group in America, like really bought it, really yeah, it like believe in it and abide by it. And, like to, they, they're good Christians. Like the they're, slave masters, like shit. They bought like they that really shit. bought this shit. Yes. Like goddamn, good job. We gotta get got ten more Bibles printed up. Um, the uh, so I think that's a big part of it that you can't write people off. And I mean, even like fucking Nicki Minaj and her brother, who was a child molester, like she stood by him. Yeah, she paid all his legal bills, and he still went to jail. Yeah. I think he just got sentenced to like 12 years or something. The, one of the most popular Champs episodes was uh, 
was uh, Wyatt Cenac was on talking about he didn't talk to his mother or father. His father was murdered. Oh, and, no. And, uh, and he... He didn't talk, to, and it's like the one of the people are like that episode is crazy because it's he talks about it, and we talk about family stuff and having problems with parents, and it was like kind of revelatory because it's you black people don't don't right. cut they don't cut people off like they it's not I think it has to do with spite white people can access anger white people can freely be angry. Black people cannot freely be angry because um, you'll just get the you or you can, but you can't go very far with it. Can't go right, outside. Right. You with can it. do it. Yeah, you can do it, but you're gonna get locked up or something. Taste. We think we can do the same exact things, but <laughs> right. I mean, but but you also know deep down, black people know like ah. Then we're playing with fire here. Yeah, like the numbers game. Mm, um, so I think that that is. So in terms of when you, when to say when with a, with a parent or loved one or friend, my thing is you don't have to get into a lion's den just because people want you to. It's like, if you don't, you don't have to put yourself in harm's way because of shoulds, Mm. because you're supposed to, because it's just, it would be better for us. It wouldn't be better for you. It would be worse for you to just how it's self-care. At a certain point, you just go, I'm getting nothing from this. In fact, this is detrimental. Yeah. And then you go, okay. Uh, And then there's a thing in Al-Anon, which is not AA, but it's a 12-step group called detaching with love, where you go like, I have to detach, but I'm doing it with empathy. It doesn't, our relationship's not working right now. And, but I wish you well. And you're not going to be hearing from me. And I don't, I will not respond to your text. Or you can just do a fadeaway. Mm. So. Yeah. Well, also a lot of families, I realize, uh, don't, especially from parents to children, not very good boundary situations. So sometimes that can be, feel like, fuck, I'm drowned. Like, I feel so, like, so I can't escape this feeling but in the end it's really like you just that that person doesn't know boundaries doesn't know your boundaries i think that you're in some ways family means no boundaries to people family means no boundaries, and it actually has always meant that to me until kind of recently where i'm like oh why did i i've been kind of not like going through something with you but just having like whatever issues and i'm realizing that i saw dealing with bad family behavior and having no boundaries with it as a sense of like, I'm so good. Loyalty. And, I, and I'm a, such a good daughter yeah. and sister and blah, 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 that I'm, I found a way to deal with your bullshit. And in a hundred percent on my side of the fence and not even letting you know how fucking bad you make me feel. And it's like this weird pride, not pride, but just like I, well, that's it's like the I'm f- the adult, I'm being, yes. I'm doing the good thing. And then you look back and it's like, why the fuck is that a, why is, how is this of, legal within our family? How is this a, like a, how is this like the rule, the laws of our family are w- shitty. I mean, 
I, I was talking to a friend of mine recently who is he's he is black and he's starting to question the job his parents did just now and well yeah uh i mean again yeah but not even like he's not that old it's like not just it but it's more about okay so think about your parents think about their parents and then you go one more step and it's slavery so how high a standard are you going to hold your parents to? But in my case, it's like my parents, my mom ran the trains on time. My dad was a bad father. His parents, immigrant, dirt poor, 13 kids, their parents, Irish. Then you're just into fucking farmers. Right. You're just into backward, illiterate farmers pretty quickly. So hitting, yelling, like what they weren't, they weren't, uh, very tolerant Mm. people. So as much as I want to hold them to a standard, it's a little unrealistic. So if, if, so now the funny thing is with, with now black people getting more into emotional, uh, welfare and self-care and stuff. You're going to have to yell at mama. <laughs> You're going to have to yell at grandma. You're going to have to yell at, at all of these. You're going to have to disapprove of these people that were, that are kind of iconic and, and were sacred cows and untouchable and, and be like, Hey, why didn't you blank? And then it'll, and then you're going to see the limits of their, understanding and by the way which is understandable because where would they have fucking heard about it but i feel like black people do everyone talks about how bad that like how rough their childhood was mm-hmm. like not who mourned it best but remember you have a joke about that yeah that that yeah like but it's a badge of courage it's a badge Again, of, another it's, like... a, it's another like i'm a soldier mm. and but now we're getting in the world where like soldiers can cry and we understand what PTSD is. Right. Most soldiers have PTSD and you're going to have to confront your, these people that did a, that really did do their best and really were in horrible situations, but that failed you in certain respects. And that's going to be hard. Right. And it, they failed you in ways that like they couldn't have not failed. How, how would they have known? They were, they were like your grandmother rode on the back of the bus. Your grandmother lived in, in a, in a hose down society. Like, right. That's fucking crazy. It's crazy. And so it is white privilege to cut your family off, but as black people move higher and not just black people, every, every, every oppressed group, the higher, you, the more you move up the, the latter, whether it's socioeconomic or emotional self-care, there's going to be some sticky, icky situations. Sticky, icky. Uh, so, and I wish you all the luck in the world, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> okay. Um, I wish you all the blessings. <laughs> Goodbye. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Um, you got mail. Okay, so this woman, I cut off her first part, but she basically said, like, she's worked, she's gotten advantages at work because okay. she's cute. And one of them was like, she got a promotion, and the other one was like, she was got a promotion until the guy's wife heard that he was kind of looking out for her and then he then they tried to push her out of the company um so her question is is it really equal or fair to use these things to get ahead being cute i feel icky sticky icky recognizing the attractiveness flirtatious privilege i have and then doing nothing about it i find myself because of the previous situation thinking that men in powerful positions just can't help but spend extra energy on vivacious pretty girls is it the conditioned female part of my brain that gets me thinking that it is why I'm being promoted or given opportunities rather than it's solely being based on work ethic and commitment. I am committed, intelligent and hardworking employee, but it always feels like with a man as my boss, I'm at an advantage. How Neely Feely, what Banks thinks. OG feeler number 12,345. Um, well, go thonkers. As a, you know, I'm a You're a vibe, you're a flirty pretty girl. Thank you. Um most feelers are. Uh flirty pretty girls. <laughs> don't listen. If you're not a flirty pretty girl, turn off. No. Uh I'm not gonna lie. I don't know why it feels icky, first of all, because it's not this linear advantage. It's not like white privilege where from jump you can't even get away from it, you know? It's less systemic than a white privilege. It's not, there's not laws. There's not, there's not, it's not old boys. It's not, there's no networks. There's, it's more about human perception. Just Mm -hmm. like there was, I think I've said this before, but there is a, just a dumb experience some like 2020 did where, oh no, maybe I haven't, where they had uh, four different people lost in New York. It was a Uh while ago. So it was a map. And one was an attractive woman, one was an attractive man. And then the other two, man and a woman, fat. Um, Four separate uh, scenarios. And the fat people got infinitely less help than the attractive people. And then they put the attractive couple as a couple lost. They got even more help. And the fat couple. I have a funny, Chris Rock has the funniest phone joke. He'll never be in his act. Pretty women never know what street they're on. <laughs> he's just like go up I to do. any pretty woman and go what street are you on they would be like huh where am i because <laughs> they're There's so conditioned like i'm gonna someone's gonna catch me if i fall uh no i mean and that is true there's all sorts of privilege it doesn't mean it's bad or we should be condemned for it it just means at least know what's up in the world so back to my point it's not this person's fault for being hot or another person's fault for being unattractive. We're all treating them pretty much accordingly. Yeah. Tall men make more money. Good looking men make more money. I think pretty women, there's an, like the, so the advantage is 
it's kind of the Ari thing. So the advantage is you do get ahead. Yeah. The disadvantage is everyone thinks you fucked them. Oh, yeah. So but just be secure. Yeah, I mean, the amount of comics to, people think I fucked. Of course. I would be, I wouldn't have time to drink water and eat. You'd be fucking too much. I'd be fucking you, Will, Keith. Yep. It's just like, what, whatever. Which reminds me. Lock the door. <laughs> um, but, um, but you know what's Will, interesting? this is our time. <laughs> Will, do a search. I'm kidding. Please don't do um, You know what's interesting is that it isn't linear in the sense that it works to our advantage. It works to our disadvantage of course. equally as much. I don't know if it's equal. You'll never know if it's equal or... Well, we or, don't, but that's how yeah. it feels at least. It, it feels... You can't quantify it. What can I know... Someone gave me a job above someone else. I don't know. But I do know that. If it's a waitressing, it's, if it's a yeah. service job, the pretty girl is getting the job over everybody. Easy. But I will say, I mean, I haven't only done waitressing. And being a attractive woman, I'm very in control of my sexuality. I like, I have no problem using it, not using you it. You yo-yo it. It's, yeah. a, it's a boomerang. You yeah, throw it out, it, you know, it, it'll come back. Like, uh, whatever yes. get in where you fit in like get this is get a rat how you race live. get it how you this live. is a rat race <laughs> get by however you get can. it get it how you live so my favorite black phrase of all time say it again get it how you live <laughs> <laughs> it's the dumbest hip-hopiest so good. yeah uh, source awards yep. um so when you are attractive and you own your shit and you challenge men that's when things get a little dicey. So it doesn't always. Why is it the blowback of you fuck somebody to get this job? No, or no, they no. don't. They especially don't like being challenged by pretty women. I think because I think if you're attractive and you own it more, men see that as a challenge. No, like as a power that they don't have. Like women do have power, no matter how what attractive level you are. You do have some power in the world, pussy yeah. power. Yeah. So you have already you have pussy power and then you are challenging me at my job or what I yeah. think I know. I think it becomes a little bit like. Well, men don't like that women get to decide who who is getting sex and who isn't. The, and so we like so we get especially. Blowback. Yeah. So we get especially challenged where it's like, wait, you're going to decide you're going to not fuck me and tell me what to do <laughs> like oh bitch you've gone too far well that's why every ceo in any movie is like a stone cold bitch yeah. just fuck me now before my ahead. meeting yeah, yeah it's it's very weird and i've and i've experienced it and i've seen it it's it is it ends up stronger women end up feeling boys club a lot harder than a girl who's gonna play the game i think there is a type of woman who does both that's when I, the the like I do both and I fell both. I don't do both, both, but you know, I'll be flirty when the time comes. But if I, I mean, I'm not going to not voice my opinion if everyone else is, you know? Yeah. I don't think I, but I think that there's a, I think flirty girls figure out a way to cajole and flatter at the same time you if you're a flirty woman you 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 get an alternate route but you have to stay on that route the moment you come off and be like cool yeah, yeah i also want to like yo, it's like the fuck you doing yeah exactly go back to like the, go, go where the to... thing where you touch me and go yeah. i don't know 
you sure? I don't like this new thing you're doing. Yeah. It's like, do the thing. Yeah. Stay on the alternate you can route. You can give notes subtly, yeah, for sure. but you can't. You can't come in too strong. You can't be like, like well, you can't change the tone. Because like, wait, you're going to not fuck me. <laughs> and. Goodbye. Uh, all right. This is a good one. This is very long and I'll probably. Okay, go. uh, You've got go. mail. Hey, guys. Uh, just want to weigh in har har to the debate about fatties. As a fatty, I feel I'm qualified to speak. This guy actually has a lot of good jokes in this letter. Okay. I'm one and approximately 250, and I never had a problem with jokes about it uh, once. They were something I hadn't heard before or were creative in some way. Maybe it's because I wasn't fat as a kid, so I didn't get bullied or anything, and I put on weight 40 to 50 pounds in the last six to seven years due to a wonderful mix of depression, laziness, and shift work. I only realized I was fat when my friends stopped making fun of me for being fat, <laughs> which is like it's so fucking it's such a funny observation. Uh, that being said, fat people and their sensitivities piss me off. I don't know if it's because I still only see myself as a temporarily fat person, but the vast majority of weight problems are very easily diagnosed. Nosed. Cake beats exercise. The glandular thing has been latched onto by a lot of people who have no intention of losing any weight. It's a minuscule percentage of people who have glandular issues. If only 5% of overweight or obese people were diagnosed with a glandular, glandular, this motherfucker, he's trying to make me look bad. The H, uh, the world health organization would be, wouldn't, would be calling it an epidemic and demanding mass studies across the board into food intake. Strange how third world countries where poverty is massive have next to nobody suffering with their fucking glands. It's like I ghost wrote this. Yeah. Also, <laughs> re-relationships and sex. I know myself, when I was thinner, I did a lot better with women. And if a woman wasn't into my into me due to my weight, then fair play, take care. Uh, I'll live to fight another day. Also, sorry to that lady who wrote in last podcast talking about loneliness. No matter the size of the lady, some guy is going to be interested always. I believe that. I, I do too, because uh, it serves me. Um, okay. Because it makes me feel less bad about what I, I said. Apologize. <laughs> Apologies for this long rambling email, but you ain't getting me to speak out loud on camera. Also, I'm normally painfully woke and love it all people, and I'm wildly aware. I sound like a bit of a prick, but I've spent, hey, you sound like me, but I've spent all day uh, on shift eating cake. P.S. Gender, uh, gender and workplace inequality. My girlfriend is Polish born and raised, and she tells me that the uh, that accountancy is considered a female pursuit in Poland. When she wasn't in the country long, a guy told her in a bar he was an accountant. She laughed in the poor bastard's face because she thought he was joking. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Even this chick's funny. Uh, I like you and I like your girl. Anyway, how Brennan Frennan and what Bronco Thonko on it all. Bronco Thonko. I like this guy. I like, he's, uh, fat, he's Fat Neil. He's Fat Neil. Big Fat Neil. Big Fat Neil. Um, glandular Neil. Um, <laughs> glandular. Uh, like glandular makes you sound like you have a glandular issue. Saying glandular, Dude, glandular. Did you ever see that bit that um, fuck uh, Ratatouille? What is it? Yeah, Patton I saw Oswald? Ratatouille in the theater. No, yeah. sorry, Patton Oswalt uh did a B word fat, where he says you can tell someone's fat by the way they pronounce B words. Oh, that's funny. It's funny. Anyways, go. Somebody made an observation about Patrice. This guy Jimmy Martinez made an observation about Patrice that Patrice. They were ordering. He knew Patrice was fat when he was at a restaurant and he ordered and he went like this when he was describing food. 
You're gonna have to watch the video, but it's like Neil where is you, doing a fluttering with where his you like kind of right wave now. your four, your four top fingers, not your thumb, like hmm, like in excitement. shrimp. <laughs> we need to speak about shrimp. Mm. Um, so like a rich white woman. Um, this guy's question was, yeah, I don't. I think that most people, it's a it's a self control issue. I think that's the most that's the major problem people have with fucking weight i ate a a a uh a uh pint of ice cream last night and then i weighed myself Clearly today you're not fasting i weighed yeah but i ate of so i weighed myself today to see how i what my weight was to see if i can eat ice cream anytime soon i overdid it and i went and saw what's the repercussions of this i had fasted on saturday you have weird food issues do you think, do you overeat once you know you've eaten healthy for a little bit? No, it's just dessert. I don't go nuts other On than. food. No, I have a pretty, I eat salad every day for yeah, lunch yeah. and then. But it's so dessert. So dessert is where I go fucking nuts. <laughs> okay. And I went to Salt and Straw to get a scoop. The line was too long. So I had to get a pint and I had to. ate half of it and was like, ah, let's go all the way. Oh my god! A pint? I felt awful. I felt physically bad. I woke Which, up hungover this morning. The Cookie goat dough. cheese one. Oh. Cookie dough. So, like, I when you say food issues, it's like I don't know. Aren't you aware of how much sleep you get? And I need some sleep, or I need like there's got to be to judge you. no, no, no. I don't. I think people say you have food issues because we live. I you have to be aware of how much food you're taking in because there's so much fucking food here mm. that you will get fucked up if yeah, you don't if you don't if you don't have what you would call food issues if you're not aware of how much food you it's like i'm also aware of how much i drink i'm aware of how much sleep i get i'm aware of how often i should like i'm aware of the diagnostics it's like you have gasoline issues in your car no when i need gas i go put gas in if i overfill the thing and it's splurting everywhere i'm like ugh. But you're, those are people, those are things that people are generally aware of. They don't need to be taught. They don't need to be educated on. Yes. If you're out of gas, that's not an issue. But a lot of people have a, have one relationship with food and their bodies don't age well with that relationship and they start Correct. gaining weight and they have to go out of your way. For the longest time, I was always very, very, very tiny, like no, but yeah like i always had boobs but just very thank very god. tiny with thank boobs. god thank you thank god, god. thank you god. and god. i mean uh and it i used to see people with like really really nice bodies i liked my body enough yeah but i'd see these girls with like defined asses and like nice legs and this and that and i am i swear to god i didn't realize they had to exercise. Yeah, people think you, I, I like, can eat anything wow, I want. Lucky. I that's someone tweeted after this after the the fat bitchitis episode of twenty twenty. <laughs> um, they inst they ig dm me about how and I was like I I could get I could gain ten pounds like that, not like but I would if I stopped exercising and I ate everything I wanted I wouldn't I would be overweight. I can't eat everything I want and I have to exercise. Yeah. There's no, it's not skinny privilege. Like you're naturally, no, I have fat family members. 
I also, when you realize how much uh, work it takes, like I just thought people are just ordained, like God-given, yeah. lucky, looks great. Yes. You can do something about it, but it's also, we live in LA. There's so many fucking exercise classes. Yeah. Health is being like yeah. shoved down your throat. But nothing about, for the most part, if someone's in shape and good looking, or not good looking, but if they're in shape, they did something. No, very few people are just naturally no. ripped or no. naturally even toned. Some people are naturally toned, but like, uh, even, you know, what's funny, like good looking, the amount of women who don't have naturally straight hair is sort of shocking when you, when you like dig down a little bit, when it's like, you'll be dating a girl for a while. I've dated women for like a long time. And then they're like. Oh, I have to go blow out my hair. And I'm like, wait, that's not your natural hair? Like, yeah, no, most women's hair is like hair. fucking. Yeah, most girls. It's like, if they're good looking, they're doing something. Yeah. If they're good looking and in shape, they're doing something. So, so I don't, it's not easy and it's not, uh, it's not a given. Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. So, uh, Neil and Binks, love the fucking show. Yada, 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 R-S-T-L-N-E. That's the the yeah. Uh, that's the new great. Got a question for my two favorite race, sex, and comedy conscious bros. Next month, I'm going to Africa to climb Kilimanjaro. We're going oh. through a company which is required, and like all these organizations, they employ guides, cooks, and porters, which are Kilimanjaro's equivalent to Everest Sherpas to carry your shit up the mountain. On our trip, there will be 12 Americans and over 50 porters who are generally poor oh. Tanzanian locals. They are paid. You do tip them, and the company we are using advertises heavily that they treat their porters particularly well. However, as an affluent white, I feel conflicted between the fact that they are getting paid versus the imagery of poor colored people slavishly hauling your ass up a mountain. Um, maybe say people of color <laughs> next time. Neil, as colored a race people. relations connoisseur and Binky with your experiences in third world countries, what are all your thoughts? How Neil Feely? What? Binky, thank you. Poor colored people. Poor colored people. <laughs> Slavish. Poor me. colored people yeah. slavishly. Uh, ugh, tough sentence. That was a tough sentence. I had to roll the window up on that sentence. Ooh, we got to get out of here. You're going to get us all killed. Um, you're going to get us. You're going to get our. You're going to get us dropped by our agencies. Oh, no. But only commercials. Aqua, Netflix. Aqua. Aqua. Um, aqua, no. Aqua, no. Um, uh, Banks, you want to go? I totally get the optics are probably going to look and feel bad at first to the affluent white guy. But I feel like, you know, once you start climbing up the mountain, you're going to be very happy they're there and you're not going to give a fuck what color they are, you know? And oh, I don't, th I don't think he feels bad. I don't think he's like, I want to carry my own shit. He said I'm shit. conflicted between the fact that they're getting paid versus the imagery of poor colored people hauling my shit up the mountain. Right. I think that that I, I think he's never going to feel great about it. Yeah. It's like cleaning ladies. Yeah. You're never at, like at hotels. The it's same. never like this is a great relationship that I'm all the way comfortable with. It's always like, oh, <laughs> Melanie and Kroll had the best joke in uh, Oh, Hello. I think they probably only did it one night, but uh, but they did a joke. They're like, it's uncomfortable. You know, like when your cleaning lady brings her son. Which is like fucking goddamn it. That's true. a good joke. Um, but so I I don't. It's never all you can do in these situations 
is just tip them heavily, heavily, heavily. Like it's that they live in at the foot of Mount Kilimanjaro. There's not a lot of industry there. There's not a lot of natural resource. There's they're 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 getting at how they live. <laughs> Basically, they're they're Ouch, doing Neil. yeah. They're getting at how they live. They that's that's their only options. It's much like labor in in uh in Bangladesh or in in uh. Vietnam or, or or Taiwan like yes is it is a dollar a day enough no but these are the best jobs in their area so a lot of life especially in a capitalist world is taking advantage of people's what can only be described as like natural bad luck yeah just they have the misfortune to be yes born in a spot like there's a complete hierarchy in the world and as an american yeah white american fantastic but just an american with an american passport when you leave america you are cream of the crop especially if you're black american we're rare yeah because they were like i've seen you on tv a black american oh my god let me start will smith (laughs) yeah no like this when i lived in germany this guy made me translate all these tupac songs to german great i was like no problem dude uh, but uh, like when I go to Mexico, if shit's ex- if if shit costs the same as it does in LA, I'm a little annoyed. Yeah, and that, I'm like, because you expect it to, you expect to take advantage of a situation. It's right. like it, the the uh, a a cleaner example is when the dollar is strong versus a foreign currency, and you go there and you expect to pay less. I, do I feel bad for the country? No, I don't know. I don't. I don't. So all you can do, like I tip any cleaning person well. I tip. I try to tip people as much as I fucking can. Mm. If if I'm not comfortable with the, not even like I'm not. It's, if you're fortunate, spread it around. So this guy is fortunate enough to go to to travel to walk up a mountain to hike. That's um, some that's white pretty, fortunate shit. Yeah, that's some pretty. You're doing pretty well in the world. It's like I had a tweet one time. If you're, if you're on, if you're on top of an elephant, things are either going great in your life or terribly. <laughs> no like, in between. One or the other. You're either there on vacation or it's your fucking number one form of transportation. <laughs> like, there's no. So just tip people well. Tip people like in a way that it almost hurts you. And also don't get too caught up in this poor damn poor. Yeah, but my guess is the I'm guys have all either. the Sherpas, all the porters are happier than you. Yeah. They're probably. all I mean, that's what I tell myself. Well, there was this um, one wasn't there was this one I don't know if it was a random stand up on like Comic View or something. Yeah. This African guy was like, I come here, everyone, all the commercials show Africa with like little boys in huts with flies on their face. He's like, that's not Africa. That's, yeah, you can make like those we, about America too. If you we have a, this yes. image that is sad, but I think it's, I think you'll be fine. And also those people are employed. They have Yes, money. they have a job. They have regular work, but tip them beyond no- normal. Right. Tip them in an abnormally way. Goodbye. Um abnormally way abnormally you've got way. mail hey ben neil Banks. jay here again i wanted to see what you guys think about an experience i'm going through i'm in the military and i'm very liberal i knew it i would be a bit of a rarity but the thing that has puzzled me 
is the fact that most of the army is conservative and they mainly come from poor, small, homogenous communities. What did you think about the fact that there are poor people who will defend the rich's interests that in most cases are against their self-interest? Why do you think people who have never experienced socialism hate it so much? Thanks again for the podcast. The podcast has only been getting better since the mattress endorsement. <laughs> depl- I don't know so what that funny. has to do with anything. I but agree. I deploy right now. Your podcast is the main way one I've listened to. Uh, because a lot of conservative values versus liberal values is, and I'm trying to formulate this to a joke, but it's such a dense premise, which Mm. is who do I want to believe I am? Who do I want to believe I am? Republicans are like, I'm a rugged individual and I do things, I get things done on my own and I work harder than anybody. And uh, the uh, poor people are just lazy. I'm a hard worker and I can take care of myself and I'm self-sufficient and I'm, I'm a rugged outdoorsman and I need a, I need a pickup truck, even though I never put shit in the fucking carry area. It's just, I put my, my son, my daughter in the back. I'm a dad, girl, dad. And, uh, and I believe in guns and I believe that we got to put America first, just all this stuff of like, yeah. What who do I want? Yeah, who do I want to believe I am? Uh, And all the guys in the military want to believe that they're rugged individuals. Um, But what they fail to realize is, and I turn it down, military guy, right now. What I'm about to say (laughs) is that a lot of the military is a form of socialism because we don't need a military this big. So these guys are living off of the government teat. Um, You can turn it back up. Uh, (laughs) So they don't, it's the people who like, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in a government state. Keep the government out of my healthcare. How about, uh, how about uh, Medicare? That I like that. They don't realize that that's, their healthcare. Right. They don't realize that that is the government in their healthcare because they don't want to believe that they're the kind of person who needs, needs help. Handout. But it's just, it's also the fact that now conservatives and the right, you know, we talked about it before how they started courting evangelicals and now it's cultural. It's just, it's entirely, it's what do I want? I believe and I protect the babies, not if they're Mexican, but I protect the, <laughs> it's just like, who do I want to believe right. I am? And then your parents are conservative and it's like everybody, it's like, and it's also like, if you're, if you're in the military, liberals are for the lack of a better term, faggy. Yeah. They're sissies. They're sissies. They're pussified. They're, they believe in diplomacy. Liberal. Liberal Jew boy. Just, they're just like a, it's a, it's a slur. To call someone a liberal, it just means like me, right. <laughs> like they got glasses and a, a liberal elite. You Meanwhile, do most look of like the con- a textbook liberal. I, I I am a textbook liberal. I it's that joke I do. It's but like if you can't have my glasses and shirt, I'm liberal. <laughs> like I'm a fucking absolute dyed in the wool liberal because I want to believe. I it's about what I want to believe in. Like I care about the earth and I support right. women's right to and choose vegan. and I don't harm animals 
and I believe in sustainability. And I think that we black need to. Have rights yeah, too, like you guys. I, Black Lives Matter. Oh my God. And like it's nauseating to me. And me. Yes. So <laughs> even liberals. Well, there's the the material I'm doing about like it's you, right. no one's a good one, so you never are sa- I like as self satisfied as we are. We're not I even love a little all the liberal stuff. You're doing a li- we're not even a little satisfied because there is no satisfaction. There's no fa- satisfaction. There we yeah, go. you never finish. The marathon continues. But if <laughs> I guess it's continuing. Um, but if you had that exact same outfit on and it was just camo, like I did woodsy camo. You would still look liberal. I did it. a thing at the. No, if I take my glasses off take your and glasses put off. on no, you can't take your a Carhartt and put on a MAGA hat, I look like white trash. Absolute trailer guy. But you have to lose the glasses. They're very powerful. Well, these are shop. These could be shop glasses. These ones, especially these round ones, the 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 square ones, absolutely. <laughs> That's San Francisco liberal oh, like, Nancy Pelosi special. You'd be the one at the KKK meeting that they're sus- suspicious of. Yeah. Hey, man, you saw his glasses. Those are like, <laughs> this seems like Italian French. He's cool. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I don't. So, and same with socialism. I don't want to believe I need help. Mm. People don't want to believe that they need help. They're, it's It's a Christian nation wink wink but where i ain't this ain't it ain't socialism and socialized right. okay um it's people don't want to believe no one wants to believe that they're a hypocrite no one wants to believe that they're right. morally lapsed or a piece of shit like or weak or less or than weak or, or i need, need help. help meanwhile don't pity the me. whole army the idea of a military is a s- collective force right it's not none of them are like even seal teams are on a team it's all it's collective force no man left behind we take care of the it's all the you know but they think it's the drill sergeant but it's like no it's not like i'm fucking that's fucking not the military the military is like we're all gonna sleep in bunks together (laughs) we're all in the thing and we're all gonna shower and the yeah it's camp it's like you know so Tell the guys that. Goodbye. Um, Hit it, Bank. You've got mail. I'm reading two. This one's too small. Great. R-S-T-N-L-E. That's not in it. It's consonants only. No, Why it is. Don't... R-S-T-N-L-E is what it is. It is? Yeah, they added was... the E. Oh, they no. added the E. That's yeah. nice of them. Say it again. You didn't do it with any rhythm. Okay. Well, I was confused. R-S-T-L-N-E. That's kind of hard to say. Said it wrong. R-S-T-N-L-E. Why don't the feelers get to see you on the big screen? Don't you turn down roles or are you exclusively a writer? Who the fuck are they talking to? I think they're talking to me. I think they're talking to you. It's like, um, I don't turn down roles. Uh, I'm not exclusively a writer. They don't, they don't see me on the big screen because people think because I don't have like silly clowny energy that I can't act. So no, you were in that movie a year ago. I was in the movie the Whitney's thing, and then I was in the Tom Hardy movie where I played as a. It just hasn't come out yet. Um. So, but I'm good at it. Like, I'm I have 15 lines or something. Cool. And uh, but I think it's going. I don't. It's, something tells me it's not gonna get a big release. Super dude. Um. Yeah. Like I can do it. They just it. Would you want to be goofy though? 
Do you want to roll I for your super goofy? I would be, I'd be fun to play. Like, it would be fun for me to play a perv. Like the, <laughs> mm. like that guy would be fun. Yeah. Uh, and, but I wouldn't, I'm too old to play like, hey guys, what's right. up? Like Brian Cranston and Malcolm in the Middle, dad. I don't, like I didn't too, watch it very much, oh. but I don't like, guys, would you keep it down down there? Uh, <laughs> You'd be so good. What? I'm sure I could do it. Um, but they don't, it's my friends who don't put me in shit. That's like, okay. Well, it makes sense because if you don't have that energy, they're not going to be like, I know he can do this. Yeah, like Keenan Thompson was like, I didn't think he wanted to do shit. Yeah. So I don't you know. I Like even though I'd been in sketches with him. Also, Keenan came to the store and apparently he's a very nice tipper. He's a great guy. Keenan's great. Did you ever hear the story about Kevin Christie's story about Keenan? No. So uh, Ke- Kevin got hacked. Kevin Keenan have been friends like 10, 12. 15 years they did a pilot or something and uh kevin got hacked and uh like the nigerian prince scam like i'm in london no. keenan sent money to try to bail him out that's how like a good good a dude keenan is that he actually sent he wired money to somebody in london to get kevin out of a bad situation that's a really good guy that's yeah. a good friend yeah he's a great he's guy. like i didn't even double check to nope. make sure this is right I didn't even call you and make nope. sure you weren't in London. Yep. Quick and he smoked so much weed that he, it, everything's phone call, real. Keenan. Yeah, everything's real. Yeah, I'm sure he's a great tipper. Goodbye. Uh, uh, go ahead. Give you. me rhythm, give me bass, and give me <laughs> volume. Girl, dad. Um, You've got mail. Hey, Neil and Bianca. First of all, I just want to say your show is one of my favorite to listen to, and I look forward to to it every week. As a psychology major, Three Mics instantly became one of my favorite stand-up specials. So anyways, in some of his recent stand-up, Dave has thrown subliminal shots at shows that came after the show run, like Key and Peele, Schumer Show, blah, blah, blah. As the showrunner of Chappelle's show, I was wondering your opinion on the topic. Do you agree with Dave that they did your show every week? Do you disagree? And if so, why? While this question is addressed... I'd love to hear Bianca's thoughts as well. Huh. How sweet. At the same time, and, <laughs> and go. go. I, I thought, thought that, that we're doing comedy. Um, I completely disagree with Dave. I got in touch with Keegan and Jordan and uh, told them that I thought it was petty and incorrect. And we, Chappelle Show, Robert Townsend had done a show that was almost identical to Chappelle Show. We didn't knowingly do it like that, but... Mm. Also, like, I feel like in Britain they had. I, again, I'm sure. it's just. It's like, what can you do? Yeah, it's, I just thought it was petty, and uh, Dave thinks he is. Uh, I would say Dave thinks Chaplin stole from him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just disagree, and whatever. That what you know, I I disagree with him about lots of stuff, but yet still friends. That's it's called friendship. <laughs> you don't disagree with everybody about anything including yourself. There's so many people that I disagree with that I'm still friends with. Yeah. But also I think marriages, decisions, meat, meat, rape, (laughs) credible rape allegations, credible rape allegations. Um, also you guys set a, like a format, you know, there's a lot of people who can do a format and then you just take that format and do something else. But, Robert Townsend had done the format before us, and I'm sure somebody did it before him. Like, right. It doesn't... 
I, I think in, in Jordan and Keegan's case, they once you see that format, it's hard to do a different format. It's hard to be like, no, 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 we're like going to do. I remember like, people going like when I remember the SNL people being like, fuck, when they saw the format, like you guys get to cover so much before you cut to the sketch right. that they have to spend a minute and a half establishing the logic of. And we can just go, here's the setup. Let's get to some punchlines instead of like, we are at an office building. I am this guy. I am this person. Yeah, so like. It's like flat footed. Also, does it matter who came up with the format? You know, it doesn't well, discount. Dave was, Dave was saying was it like point? he did a, a line where he's like. It's all they, so many it different It hurt shows. his feelings that Jordan and Keegan got credit for creating their show. When Dave's like, basically, he was saying like, "I did," but meanwhile, he even though he didn't create Chappelle Show by himself, let's not even pay attention to that. Skip, um, skip. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, this, like, what are you talking about? But that's like if in Living Color, if uh, what's his face, Keenan? Would, no, no, no. If uh, if uh, Lauren Michaels was mad that in Living Color didn't credit him. Of course. Or something. Yeah. No, it's, it was like, so it was just nonsense. And but so that was the context though. He was just, he literally oh. said it hurts my feeling. It was just like, what? Oh, maybe because he didn't get a shout out or something. Sorry. I'm what kind of shout out should he have gotten? <laughs> Every episode should they've given him a shout out? <laughs> Call it like, Chappelle show. Yeah. It's like it, but again, it wasn't our format to begin with. Right. Somebody else had done it before us. So why is it me and Dave's? You just popularized him. Yeah. No, we didn't. I mean, yeah, we just. You I mean, you did. We did. No one it was the Robert most Thomas popular was. version of that format. Yes. Um. So, but it wasn't a format we created. And I don't think anybody owes us anything as a result. Goodbye. Uh, You've got mail. Uh, Sub Neil and Bianca, obligatory fan preamble. I've been. Dating someone for about two months and it's going well. My family is going on a cruise this summer and I'm able to bring a plus one. I mentioned Cute. the trip to her on one of our first dates, but it hasn't come up since. My father is finalizing ticket info and needs an answer in the next week or two. While she would need to plan uh, while she would need to plan time off work as well. I feel it is too early and will probably go solo or bring one of my friends instead, but I'm a bit concerned how she would feel if I didn't invite her at all. In general, I'm curious how Neil feels and how Bink thinks about Appropriate minimum length of relationship before inviting someone on a family trip, especially without the pissing the other person off. Thanks. That's a great question. It's great. And it's, uh, you go first. Cause I have some thoughts. Okay. Um, so I'm putting myself in this position and I love a good trip. So I would, if I was her, if I was actually her, not like if I was her, I would that your your upcoming cruise would be on my mind, and I would think, oh, I wonder if he's going to ask me, or not. So I think you should address it, because also if you're like me, I wouldn't want you to plug me in so early to a trip in the summer and then feel like, let's say in two months we're not getting along, but I'm like, but fuck the damn I know. family. Trip. That's the rub. Like I went on a, I was dating this guy for a few months, a long time ago, and we went to his mom's wedding. It was like a small wedding. Uh, his mom was getting remarried, and I purposely stayed out of all the photos. 
I was like, I don't know. Like, don't, I don't want you to, I don't want to be Absolutely. on your mantle. Absolutely. And then, but it's awkward. They They're like, get in here. No, like, yeah. no I don't, yeah. you don't, you don't yes. want me and, in there. But you, you also don't want to explain it. Like, what if we don't work <laughs> when everyone's posing for a photo? This is not, we just met, bro. Right. You, so don't discount maybe her cautiousness also. Maybe just have a conversation. I think you got to be very careful. And this goes to... <laughs> Uh, this is a smallpox blanket statement. It's a new theory I have about women. Great. Women do not take, when they're thinking about how you feel about them, they don't take the totality of all of your uh, behavior and interactions. They take the nicest thing you've done if they're in a good mood or the meanest thing you've done if they're in a bad mood. And... A lot of times with a trip, it's hard for a woman to go on a trip and not make trip assumptions and not make... What do you mean? You don't take someone on a trip. I was talking to a buddy about it this weekend. Like, you can't go... You can't... If you take a woman on a trip, it's like, we're fucking... We're probably going to get married. (laughs) Like, the likelihood of you getting married goes up because they're using that as like that's what he thinks of me instead of like well we went on a trip one weekend but the rest of the time we just kick it it's it becomes that's what he thinks of me uh and there's kind of not much so you just have to be careful with being i don't get how that taking her on a trip and thinking that solidifies the relationship more is what, how does that play into the totality of how he treats her? Because like, it's like the 70-30 thing. Like if I take, if I take, if I took a woman to the, to the uh, Kennedy Center, mm. it's like everyone there is in a relationship. So, and everyone's married. It's like taking a girl to a wedding. They no, just, I get that part. But how you started it with women either take the worst or the best thing you do. Right. So what are you saying about that the vacation becomes the best thing and that becomes the the, that becomes your meme or logo or that's your that's kind of what the that's the emotional tenor of the relationship which is like money, commitment, time together, uh exotic, romantic. It just becomes that instead of what most of the relationship is eaten TV. Fucking. Fucking. Talking. Not a lot well, of... Like, it's not like he's taking her on. His parents are taking him. But... Uh, you, I'm just I don't saying think I, he's don't, gonna, I don't think she's going to... Her body's not going to take that into consideration. I do. But I think you're right. Yeah, it does make the relationship more... Uh, it feels like, okay, now we're actually in a relationship. Yeah. Unless Even though, like, because you're just taking that. You're not taking... Yeah, we. I went on a date with a guy, and we seem to see each other. People, we talk every, we text every five days. Like there, there's other things that should be put into consideration that are tossed. Oh, really? You think that the trip is gonna solidify it more than anything else he's done? I I would bet my house that the trip will do. That's the joke that I'm gonna do. Is that's why. If sometimes when a woman, if a guy shoots a woman and says, baby, I only did that because I love you. Sometimes she'll call 911 and said he shot me. 
And sometimes she'll call her sister and say, he loves me. And there's no in between. There's Hilarious just, domestic violence jokes, there's Neil. There's no in between. It's worked once, you you <laughs> piece of shit, you, you big bitch-itis. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, You've got mail. Hit this, hit this one. All right. Hi, Neil and Bianca. I'm a Midwestern white dude who doesn't have any black friends and is sad about it. Except there is this guy, Lorenzo, who's a friend of a friend and I see a few times a year and we always have a, we always have good conversations about interesting topics. Now, I'm a graduate of the Champs Podcast School for Black-White Relations and a devoted feeler. So I know good and well that black people are just like white people and you should treat them no different than you would anyone else. However, something deep in me wants to slightly code switch in conversation. For example, the last time Lorenzo and I were talking, I used the word trifling. It wasn't an issue, but it bummed me out because I'm pretty sure the only reason why it came out of my mouth was because I was talking to a black person. I'm curious, H&F and WBT. That was good. It, it, yeah, First that was that good was reading and it's a good letter. Uh, it's a great yeah, letter. It only, you only said trifling because you were talking to a black person. <laughs> There's no other reason to... It was trifling. Uh, he probably did it and like slightly was like, Oh, I hope that lands. Yeah. I, I bet the guy did notice cause he doesn't talk enough to know with you to know you don't say trifling. Right. So you're fine. Just, just do your best not to code switch. Do you honestly, I, I absolutely do my best not to code switch. No. Do you code switch though? Probably a little. like so rarely because it doesn't, People enjoy other people's idiosyncrasies. Right. And they don't want to mirror. You don't. And, and so if I can talk in, a, in English that is specific to me, you can enjoy that. Like the, like the, a good example of like Eddie and Charlie Murphy. Those guys, they're under like Charlie coined like habitual line step where you're like, mm. what the fuck are you talking about? And it's not black. Right. It's just funny. It's just fucking weird. And Eddie's the same way, where it's like they just put sentences and words together. And I don't it's not like uh so if you can do that in a way that's um uh, just be original. Like that's actually the greatest note. Be original. Just be original and be 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 yourself. People know when you're being yourself. That people also really respect when you're being yourself. Yeah. Particularly in a situation where it's very easy to not be yourself. Uh right. a, a good example, it's a good bad example. On Chappelle show we did a we did a uh the Rockefeller Rockapad sketch, right? right. Rockefeller tampons. And Damon Dash was there. I believe the guy was Biggs. The guy who started the label. Started Rockefeller. And uh, Damon Dash is so loud. And like, back then he was like extra. Because he was still. So he was just like a million miles an hour. And uh, he said something. I said something. And then he said something responding like, "Ah," like, and I go, I feel like I'm being attacked with laughter <laughs> and it shut it down. I kind of negged him. Right. But at the same time, it's like, 
you're think you're playing me for some white punk yeah point and like stop and uh but you just will go further being yourself than you will code switching the good thing is there's hope for you and lorenzo because he doesn't know any better no he does but but he does know that he did notice it and (laughs) and he he he, he, stayed with him he clocked he hasn't been sleeping Thinking about trifling, trifling, <laughs> having trifling flashbacks, um, and uh, yeah, all you we can just all you can do is just try not to do it again. Just don't be, and if it does happen, just make it like a as mild of a code switch as possible. Yeah, don't be so obvious. Or yeah. So sometimes it just feels like. People get nervous and they don't know. Yeah. And they just they start. They think they need to sw- uh, behave a certain way. You don't. Like, just don't be an asshole. Yeah, and like, be yourself and be original if you can. I'm sure Lorenzo likes Coldplay. Yeah. Of He's course. fine. Please. Come Black on. people love certain white shit. The right white shit, they fucking love it. Um, and I don't think they're like, man, I wish this motherfucker would speak like me. Right. <laughs> man. Uh. Shit. Stop pronouncing the G yeah. in the Jared um, form of the word. Well, play that video, dog. Hey, Neil and Bianca, R-S-T-L-N-E. Uh, so I was listening to your podcast a couple weeks ago about slut shaming and vasectomies, and I had an idea that I wanted to run by you. What if we were to incentivize young men to get a vasectomy and save their sperm for later? Um, we could provide something like a $1,000 incentive for them at the time of the procedure, and then uh, they would be able to then choose when they wanted to have children, and when they were ready, they could either have the procedure reversed or uh, use the sperm that has already been saved. Um, This would obviously help share the burden with women who have to deal with uh, birth control, fucking with their bodies, or painful IUDs, or just the repercussions of um, unwanted pregnancies and abortions. Uh, my husband had the procedure done a couple years ago, and we joked about how easy it was for him. It was like going through a drive through and getting a dick punch, and they sent him home with a bag of frozen peas, uh, which is more than I can say for most of the procedures that I've gone through. I am curious what you both think. Thanks. Uh, I like it. I think that I've come to think of vasectomies as a male IUD because you can get it reversed. You can get it reversed. And Your it's, body's it's like, easier. I on. promise you that 10 minute drive through thing is probably a bigger pain than women do with an IUD. Oh yeah. Like, and IUDs have a and lot they, of, they explode the, all kinds of side. There's that, the, there's a documentary about it on Netflix called Ugh, the bleeding is, edge. Oh my God. There's so Yikes. many, I don't want to see that hundreds of thousands of IUD. Oh, I believe is the uterus. number. It fucking coiled out in oh, people's yeah. uterus. Get stuck in the just horrible shit. And, um, so, and you get it reversed. So the, the, the more I hear about it, the more I'm like, why don't, it should be more common. Right. And, uh, Wait, and I'm, you said, I'm what open was the reason? to it. What was the reason you said? Is because men want the... They want it. There the is discharge. a the part of me that's like, well, I, know, I ain't no bit. The, the, the discharge doesn't change. Nothing changes. Does it just look less white? Nope. There's nothing different. Are you sure? I'm positive. 
I've looked it up. It's like there's no difference. They just get it. Just the, it goes in one. It it the vasectomy is getting rid of a tube from the testicle that does. Uh, that is has the sperm. Like it. Like so, why is it white? Splooge. I don't know why are boogers green. I don't fucking know. Oh, okay, well, I just thought it was the actual sperm and no, it's no, it's not like well, the sperm is the one color. It's not like they're no, making. It's I not mean, like, like color I me thought mine. it would be like pre cum more looking like clear without the. I don't know what does what. All right. Um. So yeah, I I oh, you feel a release. There's a there's a discharge. All the same. Everything's the same. You just there's no there's no nutrients. For the ladies. Well, maybe you can be the uh, face of I'm mental gonna be health the new and face of vasectomy. <laughs> maybe in time. You've got Hey, Nene and BB. Love the pod and everything you two do. Had a question about my recent experiences with online dating. This guy's brought the, this guy has the picture as well. Okay. Uh, I'm 37. And I got divorced over a year ago. We were together for almost 10 years and uh, married for three, and before that, the whole online dating thing was not really a thing here in Des Moines. I've been at it for about a year, and I've noticed the women that I seem to attract aren't exactly the cream of the crop, to say the least. Uh, I don't consider myself a smoke show, but I'm not straight out of the dog pound either. Uh, I'd say I walk around with the average with average energy. My friends say I'm being too picky or not being patient enough, but always reassure me that my profile seems to not be the problem. I guess I'm looking for some impartial opinions. Am I a fuckboy in denial? Have I tapped out my resources in the cesspool we call Iowa? Do I top out with my ex? And it's all downhill from here. Do I need to start wearing more conservative clothes like Kakin's button up a cell phone clip? <laughs> no. I've attached my go-to pics for my profile and one of me and my ex for reference. Not fishing for compliments, so let the roasting begin. Okay. Here's the huge thing. Here's the thing. Balding. But that was when he, oh yeah. Well. He's balding. So women don't like balding guys. They like balding guys less than they like hair soot guys. Mm. Um, that's part of your problem. I would also use the crop your wife out of that picture. Right. And use that picture. Because the other two, one of them you look like a fucking... You look like uh, some Ed Hardy magician shit. Like that fucking black ear la- earring is no, a problem. Take those out. He looks old, like dated. That's you like... look like you look like mid. You look like mind freak. Mind freak. You look like Chris, Chris Angel? Angel mind freak. I love um, that show. And uh, your oh, style is like the like t- you're too like it looks one. like fucking you're on your way to the Blink One Eighty Two reunion. Hundred percent Smash Mouth, more like yeah. Uh, take that last photo and delete it. I hate the thumbs Both up. Both of the first of all, I can't see your eyes, and I'm looking up your nose, like the one with the glasses. Like, yeah, I, like no. you look like a fucking. You look. You just look bad. You look. Yeah, you look like a dork. Yeah, and, you and, don't and I'm look sure you're good. Not. No, just delete that last one. Go take more photos. Take some better photos. Get better. better. You don't have to get them professionally taken. No, just, no, no. You're better off showing whenever a guy wears a hat, it's like, eh, are you well, balding? That. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? You be you're better looking without the hat. The um the the one with the wife, he looks good. He looks the best than the one with yeah. the wife. Handsome. You would get Yeah, you would get better girls with that 
with just that photo. At least photo. equal to your wife. Yeah. And your wife is a Dude. Iowa f- 13. Yeah, so your wife is Iowa banger. It's like Miss Iowa. So um, you're not going to top that. No, sorry. You're you not topping up. that. You should have made it work. Um, I don't know what you did. What did you, you do? You fucking idiot. What did you do? You fucking idiot. Did you, maybe it's your style. She's like, he, he dear diary, he keeps fucking, he, he's hot topic um, all day. I know that you're in a small market and you can't get good shit there, but also... Order shit online. Get yeah. yourself a couple Neil Brennan get shirts. Get some Neil shirts. Get to get your fucking. What's your go-to? Uh, what do you mean? So like a good a good Nike sweatshirt. Just get yourself uh, some Neil Brennan shirts. Get yourself some decent jeans, decent shoes. Like you can look better. Like the even like the hoodie with the jacket on top is bad. That you got a two tone hoodie looks cheap. Uh, yeah, it just look, you just got it. Your style enough with the gray and the blue. Just get like a black t-shirt with a nice dark jeans. Yes. Already. You look great. Yes. Get like a nice pair of sneakers. Don't take the jewelry off. Take the jewelry off and, uh, and, and, Stop, and take the hats off. Cause it's, yeah, it's just, women are like, eh. And just bick it. Just, just take it all off. Yeah. Night. I want to know your bolt. Yeah. Let me know. It's fine. It's like tells me that you're if a if you're wearing a hat, you're saying like, I don't like my hair. <laughs> I don't like what happened to my head. He has a good jawline. You got a good head. You have actually nice I can face. see that you have a good head. You're not gonna it's like you're when you wear you have is that a chest tattoo or is Ew. that more hot topic t shirt? Oh Lord. Yeah, you got a chest tattoo. Why are you showing it off? That's can scare someone. That's not the problem. The okay. problem you Talking I would fuck me. this thing no, until wouldn't. I get to the head. He in the other two he seems like broad shouldered, manly, kind of that's sexy, you know? He seems right, like but a big scroll, tall guy. do what you just did again. Well, Bianca wasn't listening. That guy's like, oh, he probably gets de- does decent with women. Get that fucking look off your face. Get those glasses <laughs> off your face. Get your fucking take your fucking hat off. And uh, take out the earrings. Stop thumbs upping. And don't thumbs up. And don't tilt back. Yeah, what if we did the podcast? Just be like fucking, be the guy from the wedding. Just yeah. without, don't wear a hat. Charming, broad-shouldered, yeah. bald-headed, cute guy. Yeah. You look like, you're cute. You look like a, uh, a girl dad. Look, that's a callback <laughs> to the rest of the episode. I want the best, and I wish you all the blessings, and I feel like Bianca probably feels the same way. I do. Great. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. Kobe. Kobe.